1: Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another episode. It's episode uh, number 101, as many episodes as there are, Dalmatians. And. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh Justin Morris, with you once again. With me, as always, is.
0: Stefan Heck. John Cullen.
1: And Stefan, uh, this is the first episode that we're recording with you uh, live on location down there in in Los Angeles. So uh, that's correct. Yeah, this is a little bit weird to not have you in the room with us. It's like I am,
0: and I'm, I'm totally serious here. I'm I'm laying on my bed, totally naked, <laughs> and it's great. Yeah. I'm I'm just naked on my bed on top of the blankets. Yeah, so you're just is... you're hanging brain on this app. Oh, I'm hanging everything. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff hanging out right now. <laughs> this is
1: probably like the fifth episode the actual... that you've been naked for?
0: Yeah, yeah. But first, like a wave where you guys can't see <laughs> me. So.
1: Well, I th-
2: I, the only thing that I'm concerned about is that I think Justin can do that intro for the next three episodes. Because isn't there 102 and 103 Dalmatians? I think probably.
1: Yeah.
0: I, don't, I don't think there's 103. There's 102. There's 102 for sure. Yeah, well, I guess that's because yeah. Like, I I will give Justin props for like smoothly switching from like sports numbers to just like pop culture references. Yeah. Um, but again, like, you have to like like one oh four. What's that gonna be? Yeah, I know. One oh five. No,
2: there's nothing. Nothing. This is it. He was just trying to. He's trying to get in all the references he can.
1: Yeah, I don't think. I don't think there's anything between like one (laughs) oh three and three (laughs) hundred. Like, two ninety nine <laughs> will be a big one because, like, oh, I can talk about that Spartan movie next time. But in the meantime, we really have nothing going on. You got on. nothing at all. <laughs>
0: wasn't it... Uh, wasn't I'm going to look up movies named after numbers here. There's got to be... Wasn't there a... I know.
2: Uh, wasn't there, like, a a tweet going around about someone that thought that 300 was the year <laughs> that the movie was Yeah, that was... was
0: that was Brian, I think, from Street Fight. Yeah, Murder Brian. It was a, yeah. Um, it was, a, was it a Flat Earth? No. It, no, I don't think it was a Flat Earth one, but it was just someone who thought that 300 took place in the year 300. Yeah, because
1: it was complaining about men's fashion. Yes, yeah, exactly. And how like, men are wearing skirts on runways. Right. In the year 2017, right, but yeah. in the year 300.
2: <laughs> they were shirtless, <laughs> also wearing skirts, weren't they? Yeah. Wasn't
1: it like they would wear the, like, uh, they, whatever you call that? For sure. The loincloth or like whatever? A, like a battle skirt, like Wonder Woman wears yeah, or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So. Justin, you're basically right about after 102. So you have 102 Dalmatians. Yeah. yeah. There's a movie called 108, 108 Demon Kings. Oh, there's 100 127 hours. Oh yeah. yeah, that's up next. Yeah. 125 <laughs> years memory, 127 hours, and then after 127 hours, there's nothing until 300. Right. Oh man. And then we got. Uh, and then there's 300 Rise of an Empire. Well, that's so, gonna be a very. called
1: 301 going to be a very long three-year gap in between 127 and <laughs> 300 yeah man i'm so
0: excited for episode 451 it's gonna be it's gonna be what tight about um oh you, you know what you know what they're missing here is one sec yeah I, i'm i gotta add this to the wikipedia page because they go from a thousand all the way to infinity they're missing mr 3000 Oh, which
1: is a yeah, movie too. classic uh, Bernie Mac. Uh, yeah, he loses Bernie those Mac, home man. runs and yeah, has to come that's out. Right. Did anybody actually see that? How no. exactly do you lose home runs?
0: No, uh, it wasn't a home run. It was just hits.
1: Oh, yeah, it was yeah. hits. I'll look it up. I'll uh, I'll do a little
2: search on Mr. 3000. They, like, here. voided a game from his <laughs> career? Something like that. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.
0: I've got it right here. Milwaukee Brewers player Stan oh, yeah. Ross, uh, Bernie Mac, angers his teammates. By retiring during a 1995 playoff game after making the 3,000th base hit required to enter the Baseball Hall of Fame. Okay,
2: I already like Uh, this a lot. He
0: he probably would have made the Hall of Fame if he was at 2,999, but regardless. Nine years later, a a clerical error is discovered, invalidating three of the hits and keeping Ross from the ultimate baseball honor. The 47-year-old player convinces the Brewers to let him rejoin the team to make his last three hits and sheds his selfish nature as he rediscovers his love of the game.
1: A oh, big-time love of the game when you retire during a playoff game. Like, well, he rediscovers oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, shit. I just accidentally so, uh, read to the end of the plot on the Wikipedia page. Oh, I, forgot the wiki- for I, I forgot on the Wikipedia page <laughs> that they'll just go right through to the <laughs> end. And I was like, oh, that. Oh, okay. Well, now I know what happens. Not that I was going to watch it anyway. Yeah, maybe, Roger
0: Ebert Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars. Yeah, uh, I think has it has got, a a got budget pretty of good reviews. Uh, Thirty million was the budget. Guess how much it made, John? I guess you probably saw already, but Justin? No, I didn't see. I'm, uh, I'm looking now. Though, is
1: it, is it a smash hit? Or it's um, probably a big time flop, right? It probably made like twelve million dollars. It. Uh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it wasn't out good. of the park home run. As it, it were. Uh, no. It
0: was. It was a, an infield uh fly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly. The the infielder didn't even have to catch the ball. It was ruled an out before the catch even had to be made. Yeah. It's oh, 21
0: man. million dollars oh, lost right. like 9. Million.
2: Yeah. So the message boards are gone, but the uh the IMDb message boards are gone, but the reviews are still there. And uh Pardon me. This one is great because uh I, I don't even, I'm not even going to read the review. Just the title is amazing. It's reviewed by Ray280, and he gives it 9 out of 10 stars, and the title is History Will Be Kinder Than the Critics, semicolon, The Bratwurst Steals the Show. I don't know what that means, and I don't want to know. It's oh, just a great they have, title.
0: They have the sausage race. He's, he plays for the Brewers, and they have the sausage race. So probably there's uh, a funny scene with one of the sausages. Sure. It's
1: weird that like Bernie Mac is kind of best known. It's like as far as film roles go, for like I seem like it feels like one of his like most famous roles is Transformers, which he's in the movie for literally like ninety seconds.
0: Well, I thought you were gonna say he was famous for dying of pneumonia.
1: Well, that too. <laughs> no, he's famous uh, for uh, the Ocean's movies. I he's famous
2: for that. I think Bad Santa. The, yeah, the Ocean's movies. And uh, well, I, I always just think of his iconic uh, Def, Def Jam set. Oh, I thought you were saying death. I wouldn't call his death that iconic. No, no, his iconic, <laughs> his icon- iconic <laughs> Def Jam set. The uh, Bernie
0: Mac show was really funny, too.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, he was, I mean, that set is unbelievable. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.
1: Uh, I, I've come up with another number. Between, Hit it! Between 127 and 300. Uh, obviously we're well past 28 days later, but I did the math and 28 weeks later is 196 days <laughs> later. So we have that one to look forward to that in the future. Well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a real reach. But Speaking of rotten tomatoes reviews,
0: and there's so many bad baseball puns. Oh man. Peter Travers of Rolling Stone. Swinging a says, miss. This one's out of the park. Uh, And then there's a negative review from Jonathan Crocker of Time Out. And he says, it deliberately Louisville slugs its audience over the head. Jesus. uh, Which is kind of violent. Uh, A lot of stuff about Hall of Fame, hitting it out of the park, comedy curveballs. Okay, Um, this
2: is my favorite review uh, from December 2013. So a full nine years after the movie came out uh, by Ben Larson from Leesburg, Florida. And his uh, user photo looks like a serial killer. Justin, you'll have to put it on the blog. I'll send you the picture. Sure. He gives it six out of ten. And the quote or the title is, when you get a base hit in this millennium, then you can come on down there and talk to me.
1: That's the entire... (laughs)
2: That's that's just the title. Then he goes, I do not know any baseball stars up close, so I have no idea if they are all assholes like Stan Ross. Bernie Mac does a great impression of the player that even the team mascot hates. Well, I wouldn't undo his zipper either. He burned all his bridges and he finds he's three hits away from the Magic 3000 Club. Now he has to come back and he finds it wasn't as easy as he thought. He will eat a lot of crow before all is said and done. Angela Bassett comes into the picture and Stan starts being nicer and helping out his young teammates. And now it just gets real sexual in the last sentence. All sports movies end the same way. The big play at the last second to win the pennant. The big play came and a big man emerged.
0: Did you think it's a documentary?
2: <laughs> I don't know cuz that's the title is very confusing cuz the title almost seems like a challenge that people would yeah. be like, "Oh, this movie's not realistic. A 47-year-old guy coming back to get a hit." And Ben Larson's like, "Oh, when you get a base hit in this millennium, then you can come on down there," which is weird. Uh, and talk to me that he didn't say come on down here, but
1: all the talk about millenniums though makes me feel like he thinks the movie takes place in the year three thousand.
2: Oh, maybe yeah, maybe it's a real three, <laughs> uh, maybe it's a real three hundred BC it's type like situation.
1: Sp- it's like a sports version of like Futurama, where uh, a <laughs> uh, major league batter unthaws in the year three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. And it's
1: Bernie Mac. It's Bernie <laughs> Mac's head. Uh,
2: nice. Well, we have some donors to thank. We do. Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, let's do do that we don't have any ads this week so we just get right to the donors and we get right to whatever the stupid shit is we're going to talk and
1: about. you know what I had multiple people tell me that uh, they can't get this donor song out of their head this week so Stefan I think you are a master songwriter I've, we've talked about this before but yeah. uh, once again it's come back around that uh, they just it's an earworm people love the donor song and uh, you'll have it stuck in your head too after I play it right now
0: Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money, that we know. That that we we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All your names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck Fuck your your parents. parents. All right, so we
2: actually have a lot of familiar names in the uh, in the uh, donor segment this week. Uh, first, we need to thank our, I believe, only Australian listener, Bede Timms. Ah. He just pledged five dollars, uh, so he didn't send us a package worth a hundred dollars, but he did donate five dollars. So thank
1: you to Bede Tim's. Uh, thank you, Bede. and thank you, Bead, for wishing me a happy birthday from Australia. Yes, making you the first person to do that.
2: He also called you a cunt in the
1: uh, in, in the birthday <laughs> and and he calls. Called me a right proper legend, mate. Yeah, that's so, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, that's
0: that's like a nice. That's a nice way. That's like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I know it's. I know I it's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: like uh, Australians have as many uses of cunt as, like, the Inuit do for snow, basically. <laughs> <laughs> right, like 47 different words exactly. for snow. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Cunt like, means 47 different things down <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> uh,
2: next, we have to thank... I'm uh, a good cunt, I think. <laughs> I think so, too. I think we should stop saying that word,
0: probably. Uh, <laughs> What word? Uh, you know, you know what. I word. think I've said it enough times. Yeah, now. You've, you've definitely said enough times. Uh, probably five know. times
1: too many. I <laughs> think <laughs> <laughs> I may have only said it four times, and that's still probably yeah, it's right. too many.
2: Um, you yeah, cut right. I allowed to say it? <laughs> yeah, exactly that
1: one. Yeah. Okay. And I
0: wish you a happy birthday right now? Mm. I'll, I'll wish it. I'll say it again yeah. on
1: Facebook. Sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, in in the, in New York, it's it's your birthday. No, I'm I'm not in New York, but. So um, you are in the america happy birthday justin thank you Stephen. yeah I, exactly i yeah. appreciate that Mary. you're a very good friend of mine and i uh, how old are you you're 40
1: uh yes <laughs> i skipped a decade decided to just cut right to the good stuff uh nice oh yeah, yeah. you're turning 30 aren't you i am yeah, holy a shit
2: one you having a, are you having a crisis? You having uh, a meltdown? Uh, not really. No.
1: I started singing all these things that I've done by the killers at karaoke. That's like that's been the big the, change. That's as the I the, turn the big, 30. big change. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Although yeah. that implies you have a soul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what happens when you turn just, I'm thirty. I'm just so older. much
1: older than I can take. Yeah. Oh, pff, yeah.
2: buddy, you and me both. Um, I'll be thirty-two this year. It's not a good. It's not a good look. No, th- thirty-two is just. But um, you were thirty already. I am. I said I'll be 32. I'll be 32. Three, two. The, the Oh, I
0: thought you meant like 30. T O
2: O. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'll yeah. be yeah, You know what? It's cuz
0: we're cuz I can't see you.
2: Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't feel my, my essence when I say <laughs> yeah. when I say to you. Yeah. John's yeah, think, actually
1: fudged his birth certificate. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. I'm uh, Danny Almadar or whatever his name was. Who was there? uh who was that fucking Dominican yeah, baseball Dan's, player? That's right.
0: Danny, Danny Almadar? No.
2: Almadar. Um, or it was Al- Danny- Okay, I'm looking it up. Danny. It was Bernie Mac. Birth certificate. I think that'll probably get it done, right? Uh, Danny Almonte. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. 14-year-old Danny Almonte is the center of Little League cheating scandal. Fuck. Was he actually
1: like 17?
2: No, he was 14, but you have to be 12 Ah. to play Little League. And he was 14, and then, yeah. But he was like, uh, yeah, it's a great. Uh, this whole I'm trying to read this ESPN article for something good, but it's it's way, way, way too long.
1: People anyway. Well, the
0: Wikipedia so. article he he was uh, he threw 76 miles an hour as a quote unquote 12 year old. I mean so, Ryan
1: from our little league team was legit 12 and he could probably do that. Not that fast. I would bet that Ryan was probably
2: throwing 65. Okay. If I had to guess, but that's what I that's what I would think. So because uh, my friends are in the, I played a softball game today with some buddies that play in the East Van Baseball League, which uh, uh, occasional producer Jessica Sands also plays in. and I guess they brought a radar gun out to the game and their best pitcher, who they th- who is like one of the best pitchers in the EVBL was throwing 67. Hmm. and that's a grown man. And I know Ryan throws it fast, and also the plate is closer in Little League. Yeah, but like I have a hard time imagining he's thrown more than like I, I think even 65 is a lot well wow. but yeah he's he throws it hard for sure so just imagine add another 10 miles per hour onto that that's how fast daniel monte is throwing <laughs> um now uh our next uh thank you goes out to uh craig Tambell. so he pledged 569 obviously a nice number and uh yeah so i guess if we just like have people win a contest then they will donate. So uh I think
1: we talked about him quite a lot over the last like month true, or so. True,
2: true, but still he we just we I'm just about to send him off a t-shirt, nice little care package for being our question asker of the first half of 2017 and then he donates to the show. Aww. So I'll just throw it out there to all the listeners that don't donate, you are all question askers of the half year. In our hearts, so send us <laughs> some money. Um, next up, we have Matthew Ayler. Uh So we were debating whether his name was pronounced Oler or Eler, and he said it's pronounced Ailer. Uh And he edited his pledge from 5 to $10
1: just Ouch. one week later. Yeah, probably just so that we could really get, get to the, the bottom name right. of this pronunciation yeah, exactly. uh, conundrum. So thank you, Matthew. Let's pronounce it wrong
0: again as he uh, keeps upping it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, thank you very much, Mark Ailer. Uh, thank you, Mark. We I'm, really appreciate it. We're running out of
1: like different vowel sounds here, so I'm going to go with Weiler. Weiler. Sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Matthew Weiler. Um, next
2: up, Patrick E. pledged $5. Patrick Eves. Uh, it might be Patrick Eaves. Who knows? Anaheim Ducks forward Patrick Eaves Very well could be. Yeah. And uh, long time. goals recently and also uh,
1: a big fan of the show.
2: Yeah, huge fan. And last, uh, last pledge also a five sixty nine pledge. Very nice. Thank you from longtime Facebook group, group contributor Alex Hinman.
1: Oh, Alex, nice. thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you, Alex. Uh, and you know what? Thank you very I think much, we, I think we saw a big uh, influx in donations this week because I wrote in the copy for last week's episode. We've done a hundred of these fucking things by now. That's got to be worth something, right? And uh, <laughs> apparently, apparently, four people agreed. Five dollars and sixty nine cents.
2: <laughs> That's what it's worth. <laughs> That is, uh, let me see what that works out to per episode. It's not going to be good. But, Probably not, no. You know, think 100 it's divided by
1: 569, it's, uh, no, it's 5.7 5. cents. Yeah. I, I didn't shift the decimal point over far enough. Yeah. Whoops. 5.7. That's, that's still pretty good, though. 5.7 7. cents per episode,
0: yeah. yeah. By the way, can I just say, speaking of cents, they still use pennies down here. What? Oh, that's really disappointing. Annoying. Well, even, yeah, the pennies and the whole, uh, the whole paper money thing, it's so fucked. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of the current. I mean, I'm a fan of, like, the currency uh, counting for more, but not for, like, the currency situation.
1: Um, I noticed my big thing when I was down there, and maybe you've noticed this too, I'm sure you have, is that, like, debit, like, Interac, just yeah. fucking does not exist in the States. It's, like, cash or Visa only which is baffling to me.
0: Um I found most places just say like card and they'll take debit now. Okay. Um but I've I've yeah, I I don't know. When like, I was they down don't there, have uh, they yeah. don't have tap. You can't tap your card.
1: Yeah, I was down there like 5 years ago and nobody I couldn't pay with debit like fucking anywhere Bizarre. Yeah. The
0: weirdest thing to me is that Canada is ahead of the US in terms of like being able to tap your card. Yeah. You yeah. can't tap your card. Just that you'd here. think a time-saving thing like that
1: America would be all over it.
0: Yeah, it makes no sense.
1: what else? What other like differences?
2: Yeah, let's let's turn this into a real episode (laughs) of just uh, Rick Mercer's foibles. Just what are some? No, it's like
1: it's like Rick Steves Europe. (laughs) Stefan Hex America. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What else have you noticed down there, Stefan?
0: Uh, It's hot.
2: (laughs) Oh, cool. Is that exclusive to the states? California. I, so yeah,
0: yeah, I don't know if that's if that's a U.S. thing or just because I'm in uh, like California is just like kind of a. I don't, have you ever been to California before?
2: I have. Yeah. 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 John, you too? Yeah, dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Was it hot when you were there? Yeah, man. Yeah. Maybe. So maybe it's just a. It might be a California thing.
2: Yeah. Oh, I think it's it's more Southern California, because I've been to like well, San Jose, San to Fran. Fran. It's mm-hmm. not too. Uh, it, you know, it can be. Just regular there. Like yeah. the, the weather's sort of similar to here. A little, little hotter, a little less rain.
1: Everybody but. always talks about San Francisco being like very cold almost always, I think. That's like one of the things about it. it it's is breezy. Like, bring a jacket. You're going to need it. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the travel motto for San Francisco. Yep, exactly.
0: San, San Francisco, Francisco. Bring, bring a, a jacket.
2: jacket you're going to need it. it. Exactly. Thank you for coming <laughs> to San Francisco. I, uh, also, we have I had a prison. Some that's the that's Oh yeah,
0: the... no. I, I was gonna say I had some really hot diarrhea at work. Oh yeah, uh,
1: from like eating, all the Mexican uh, food you eat. How did army? you know it was hot? Did yeah, you no, touch I,
0: it? I'm pretty sure it was from food, food truck uh, a food truck burrito. Um do And that. I mean, I had it was it was hot. Like you know, you don't have diarrhea. and It's like okay, whatever. This is just some diarrhea. I can deal with this. <laughs> but it was like it was like red. It was b- boiling hot. <laughs> And it really hurt. It like was you really feel like you could feel
2: it in your in your butthole when it was coming out. That it was hot.
0: Yes, it felt like I was shitting out coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it was the end of the day, luckily, and uh, I mean they have a good they got a good bathroom situation at the office, not anymore, but they did. Um, <laughs> Yeah, once it got coffee in the pipes, it got ruined. <laughs> yeah, so that was ridiculous. I don't know if it was that or they have like water um, at in like the office like la- break room or whatever, and it's in like a big uh, cooler, and there's like fruit in the cooler, and so maybe like the the fruit water gave me diarrhea. But I was like, I, it's like it's more I think likely that would make it like hot.
1: More likely that it's the Mexican food truck I would imagine. <laughs>
0: but I had the Mexican food the day before, which is the weird part. I oh. just had a sandwich.
1: Have you uh, popped in at uh, Del Taco yet?
0: No. Is, I, that a, is that like a chain?
1: Yeah, I think it is the pinnacle of California fast food. I know people will say In-N-Out is the best, but uh, for my money, head on over to well, Del there's Pop-
0: a uh they just got a Shake Shack here, I think, too, in, oh. in, in Hollywood, so I'm going to go to that.
1: Very Ooh,
2: about that. Shake Shack. I've never been to Shake Shack, but it sounds cool. I've heard that the yeah, shakes sure. are quite I something. do like milkshakes. Yeah. So, Yeah. I, I'm a huge You're fan like, of Shack. When you guys also.
0: come down here? I'll take you to Shake Shack.
1: Oh, that's so sweet of you. <clears throat> I'm never coming down.
0: Um, sorry. Okay. Huh? Well, I'm not paying for you guys. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. no I'll I'll then, then I'm not coming. Well, I'll I'm, come
1: down. We'll go yeah. to like Six Flags together.
0: Is there Six Flags here? Yeah, dude, Magic Mountain.
1: It's so much better than Disneyland.
0: Oh fuck! I've, I, Rob and I have been looking for like a fun, like park thing to go to. If you apparently, buy- we get uh, a year pass to Universal Studios. Oh, really? As like California residents, yeah, it's like 130 bucks, and then whenever it's like the off, like not peak hours, you can just go.
1: Hmm, that sounds pretty sick, man. I've never been to that one. Yeah, I've. Universal uh... Studios has uh, dodged my my. Traveling habits thus far.
2: I don't go. I don't go on rides. Never. No. I never, I never. I never really don't. I never really liked them, and then I got vertigo, and now I really don't oh, like them. Oh right, it's the vertigo. Yeah, water slides only for me. Water slides are my roller coasters, baby. Can't wait to get to Cultus uh,
0: Don't you get vertigo from the water slides too? Nah,
2: man. Because water slides, it's like it's. I don't know. There's something about it. It's because it's my own body that's going down the slides. I think I feel in control of it. I think that's right. what and makes a difference. Whereas when you're in the cart, it's just fucking does whatever it wants to do. That's true. But I also it never liked, I also never really liked rides. Rides are for children and I was never a child. I grew uh, mentally very quickly and I was like, ah, oh, this is for kids. Yeah, you're a cynical
1: old man. I was by a the cynical old like man. 11. That's,
2: oh, I was going to say seven, but yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, no, the, re- the reality is that uh, I was really excited to go on Space Mountain because I I grew up in Ontario so you vacation in Florida and uh, my my grandparents had been to Disney World and they had a book uh, Disney book that they had bought there and it had all these pictures of Space Mountain and I was like this looks like the coolest thing I was so excited to go on Space Mountain I think I was 10 and uh, it was the first thing we did when we got to the park and it just blew my poor body away I was just barely tall enough to ride it I was like I was a Stefan when I was younger it's very small (laughs) Hey. and uh, <laughs> so I could, I could barely get on the ride and uh, and it just ro- it just rocked my world like I was like it ruined my whole day my parents said they were so disappointed because I was just a miserable prick the rest of the day I mean more so than usual uh, just yeah I just couldn't you're like it. you're like
0: Benjamin Button if uh, the movie was about him being like an asshole when he was born.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I'll, and then I just like I'm gonna be less of an asshole. Like when I'm like 80, I'll be like the nicest old man ever. Like a,
0: he'll be like a kind little baby. Yeah, exactly. Totally,
2: totally. Hopefully, I'm shitting myself by then. It'd be real convenient. Except when it's hot, I wouldn't want to burn my butt.
1: I think I went to Disneyland for the first time when I was like six years old or so, maybe like seven. I was pretty young either way, and I remember. Uh, going on Pirates of the Caribbean, and this is like before oh, yeah. before they like spruced it up to be more like the movie mm-hmm. uh, I,
2: I, I went on that as well at that time
1: uh, i I just remember being horrified by it because like the animatronic like marionette yeah. people. There's something very, like, uncanny valley about everything about them. Oh, yeah. Uh, Did and you it, do It's a Small World? I was, like, just screaming the entire time. I was, like, crying in fear. <laughs> yeah. And then we got off the ride. And, uh, like, despite the fact that I spent the entire ride, like, bawling my eyes out and being horrified of these robot people, as soon as it was over, I was like, we got to do it again. We got to do it again. Uh, so that's like my that's my big like. So did you do it again? Memory. I think so, yeah.
2: Because it it it's a small world is like that, but like creepy because it's just like it's a small world. Because it's the same thing. It's like you ride like a you ride like a cart or like a log like through this. I think Pirates of the Caribbean is that you're in water. I yeah, think, you're right? in it's a, boat. A, it's a log or a boat or whatever. And then it's a small world is just a car. And it's literally like a. It's supposed to be like a miniature world. So and it's like miniature world in Victoria, but in a ride in a tunnel. And then they just sit in the. They all the animatronics like sing that song. And It's like yeah, it's a small. And like there's something it's very bizarre. There's something like
1: Caribbean. dark and sinister about Pirates of the Caribbean. Even conceptually, which I would imagine that the robot people are even creepier when everything about them is like supposed to be sunny and cheery yeah, and totally. happy. Yeah, totally.
2: Yeah, they're like happy kids. It's all kids. <laughs> they're supposed to be just like happy kids. It's uh,
1: like, I'm glad I didn't do that.
2: Oh, dude, it's a
1: trip, man. Did you go on the
0: uh, on the Roger Rabbit ride? Hell yeah. That's to- Universal that,
1: that Studios, was- right? No, that's the that was Toontown. That was like the, Oh. See, I was at Disney
2: World and I don't think they had that one there. You drive a cab yeah, or the Indiana
0: Jones ride.
1: Uh yeah, I think I did that one. That had like just opened when I was down there.
2: I that think they have Indiana out. Jones' and I'm trying to think of the ones I really liked. I Body Wars was really good. So it was like Star Wars. Like it was, it was narrated by C-3PO and R2D2.
1: R2D2, I'm sure, brought so much to the narration. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and then,
2: uh, and then you, it was like you were flying a ship, and then it, you flew into a body, and then it was like, it was like, like one of those like moving magic school
1: bus episode. Screen,
2: yeah, it was totally like a magic school bus episode, and it's like one of those, yeah, where you sit in like one of those. Things that like rotates and moves around, you know what I'm talking about with like the movie screen there, and so you're like flying in the body, yeah, like seats. Star Tours, your yeah, your seats yeah. Move and whatever.
0: Star Tours is great, yeah.
2: So it was like that, but in the human uh, in the human body. I like that one, Body Wars. Let me look that up. Um But yeah, That's this real. is this yeah. is some
1: genuine advice for you and Rob, Stefan. If you yeah. buy your tickets to Six Flags online at least like four days before you go, it's like thirty bucks cheaper and. Uh, The whole park is just made up of, like, unbelievable roller coasters. So if your, like, ride of choice is a roller coaster, you fucking have to go to Magic Mountain. I had just the best time there. I screamed so much that I blew my voice out for three days afterwards. I could not speak at all.
0: (laughs) So
2: I think Body Wars, maybe I'm just imagining that C-3PO and R2-D2 are there because this doesn't seem (laughs) to be... (laughs) Because I'm reading the Wikipedia entry. I feel like maybe what it was, was those two, they narrated like the safety part.
1: Or like while you're standing in line. Yeah,
2: exactly. Exactly. And then the Body Wars, because it says it's... uh, Body Wars was a simulator ride at the Wonders of Life Pavilion at Disney World's Epcot Resort in which the riders were shrunk and carried out a mission inside a human body. The ride is no longer in operation. Uh, Yeah. So it was like you had to be purified, and then Dr. Cynthia Layer had volunteered to be miniaturized to observe a splinter. The guests were told they would board Vehicle Bravo 229. Well, anyway, this is boring. Uh But, yeah, you went into a body. It was cool. It was a good time. Um Interesting. I enjoy, yeah, I enjoy it. joining a new
0: body. I know all about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I bet you do. Been watching uh, yeah, a lot of porn yeah. down there?
0: Yeah, a lot.
1: Yeah, I believe it. I mean, you have been watching something. I don't know if we, you want to talk about this on the show, but Rob has been trying to get you into professional wrestling already while you've been living together. Yeah, and
0: he's done a pretty good job of it. Um, I, he was going to come on the show tonight, but he is asleep. Um, so he's not. What a precious he boy.
1: But he, do, he wants
0: to come on the wrestling. He wants to come on uh, Top Marks. Yeah, really. So, I'd love to have him on there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we he showed me a lot of NXT stuff. Yeah, so it was, was all, like, Johnny
1: Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, right?
0: DIY. Yeah. yeah, they're great. And, like, the Authors of Pain. <laughs> which War is, is like, their
1: piece.
2: Yeah, what's the, uh, what's the name of that Mexican food truck? That should be what the Authors of Pain <laughs> as are called.
0: What? Well, okay, let's... Let's just not assume because I had hot diarrhea that it was the Mexican
1: food. Yeah, I okay. feel like it's like a yeah, little bit yeah. of a Mexican racist food assumption. has
2: never caused diarrhea ever for
1: sure.
0: Well I, like, I still I think it might have been the melon water. Yeah. But
1: And it would be um, Mexican water typically that's the real troublemaker. No, not for me. And man. I don't think there'd be any water from Mexico in the food in California, personally.
2: No, but Mexican food gives uh, is not a good situation for me either. I think that's pretty normal.
0: It was so it was so hot, like it was just coming out of my butt. It was so hot. Yeah, yeah you've said that, man.
1: was steam rising out it, of it. But it
0: was. It felt it was unreal. Like I, like I've had I've had a lot of diarrhea. In the <laughs> yeah, past. you've
2: talked about it a lot. I like watched. I very rarely get diarrhea. It's probably because I eat so many salads.
0: Yeah, because you eat you eat well. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I did not... get a uh, I, did, I did get some like vegan protein powder with greens in it. So that oh, like that Vega hot. One. Yeah.
2: Nice. That's why I have that every morning.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm going to start doing too. Perfect. That's there's good a, for you, man. Yeah. A make a
2: little... Right next
1: to our apartment. Make a uh, little smoothie. So.
0: Yeah, exactly. You guys going to so, buy one of
1: those expensive blenders?
0: No. I just have... I got one of those water bottles with like the metal whisk ball inside of it. Oh, oh. wow. Cool. Yeah. Are you going to
1: start working out or
0: what? That's the plan. We're going to see how this goes. I might just... I'd rather do that than get hot diarrhea all the time. We?
2: So. Like you and Rob?
0: Yeah, Rob and I are going for a run tomorrow morning.
2: Oh my God. You two are already LA. Hey, LA to the max.
0: Well, I think we got here and we realized that everyone is uh, a hot model. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, are, we're and not you guys are
2: ugly. Yeah. You guys are ugly and gross. I have like a weird
0: shriveled body. And,
2: yeah, 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 oh God, yeah, yeah. And, um, Dude, what's it, you Haw- know what? Stephen Hawking disease? Um, he has uh, ALS.
0: Yeah, his AIDS
2: too, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. You sure? So I don't think
1: Stephen Hawking has AIDS. No. Pretty I mean, su- I'm pretty sure he has people helping him, but I, don't I no, that.
0: but I could have. I'm like ninety. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm looking it up.
2: I don't think he has AIDS.
0: Even okay, he has HIV then at at least. No, he doesn't. <clears throat> okay, this I, that can't be right.
2: Are you trying yeah. to make a? Is this a bit you're doing here? No,
0: I swear to God, he has. He no has HIV. Man.
2: he has ALS, dude. If you search Stephen Hawking AIDS, it just talks about how he talks. It's just like, what are his communication aids?
1: I didn't even know that Lou Gehrig's disease and ALS were the same thing. Oh wow! Didn't someone didn't do the ice bucket challenge? I guess. <laughs> I missed that. What are the chances that Lou Gehrig got
0: the same disease that's named after him? Pardon? You know what I mean? Like he was the first. What are the chances that he's the first guy to get Lou Gehrig's disease? Yeah, except he wasn't
1: though. But- was The scientist no. was just a really big fan.
2: No, he's just the first famous person to have it. It's like it's like Tommy John surgery. He just a lot, I thought Stephen looked.
0: Hawking was the first famous person to get it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ!
0: Well, I, I already don't even uh, know.
2: I
1: already hate this episode. I don't even fucking know how old Stephen Hawking is. He's old. Well, look at if it. you read
0: the flat Earth groups, they think he is uh, he's a robot or a hologram. <laughs> well, of course, they do. He's
2: 75. It's well, kind of a miracle he's been alive with ALS all this time. Yeah, Lou know, Gehrig's probably well, older that's, than that's that. That's what they're
0: saying is that usually with ALS you live like you know three to five years. Yeah. And they're like, how is Stephen Hawking living so long? That's true. Um,
2: yeah, that's true. Guess, uh, you know, Lou Gehrig died quite early, Justin. I'm, I'm assuming you know
0: that.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I just assume that he was born earlier than Stephen Hawking was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, so chronologically everything that Stephen said makes no sense at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes
0: it makes sense. He hasn't
2: really made much sense at all. Yeah, that's
0: true. I'm just picturing I'm picturing right now Lou Gehrig giving that famous speech to all the Yankees fan, but he's got Stephen Hawking's voice.
2: <laughs> this is the luck I am the luckiest man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, you know
1: that like theory of everything, that Stephen Hawking movie that came out is like Never saw it. I didn't see it either, but it's like a You didn't see it? No. Holy shit. Guys, I got some big
2: news. I'm going to see a movie this week in the theater. What? I know. What are you seeing? The Big
1: Sick. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh,
0: nice. That's supposed to be quite good.
1: Yeah, I only go see things that are good. Uh, I saw a couple good things coming up in one good thing later. But, oh, a couple.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, God, he's already teasing that it's going to be more than one. <laughs> Stefan, this is a problem that you're not here. He, he,
0: can, he can
1: overrule me a
0: lot easier.
1: <laughs> when I well, hear. Justin, why don't
0: you say one of those good things right now?
1: Okay, I'll say the one that I'm not going to recommend <laughs> in one good thing, which is Baby Driver, and I really liked it a lot, uh, but uh, it, I saw something that was better than that. Oh, overall. interesting, because yeah. a lot of people are really jacking it to Baby Driver. Uh, it was good. But, I don't know, my expectations for an Edgar Wright movie are, like, through the roof, because Hot Fuzz is probably my favorite comedy ever. Sure, I've never seen it, but... And Baby Driver's really not funny at all. It's definitely more of an action movie, so I think I was expecting the wrong thing. I'm
2: joking. I have actually seen Hot Fuzz, Um, which is is crazy, but it is very funny, you're right.
1: Uh, But I was going to say, the theory of everything... It's like this love story between Stephen Hawking and, and his poor wife who has to like look after him as right. his body deteriorates. Yeah. yeah. I don't think... Yeah, what they left out of the movie is that he later divorced that woman. Yeah, he did, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you, look at, if you look up on his Wikipedia, it, it says former wife. But I don't... I, here, I'll, I'll see if I can read the story here. See what Wikipedia offers me. Uh, okay, personal life. Marriage is...
1: Okay. Uh, how did
0: he? Okay. How did he meet someone else after?
1: <laughs> well, that's. What, I'm getting it. I'm Imagine getting to the it, I'm fucking to stones to divorce someone who literally wipes your ass for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh.
2: Oh. Okay. Wait. Uh. Oh, this is very confusing. He actually. Okay. So he. How many times has he been married? Two. But he was married and then divorced, then married, then divorced, then went back to the first one. I think what okay it's a it's it's a really do you want me to read the whole thing it's very long i'll try and read, don't read it quickly the whole thing. i'm just picturing okay. so when the... hawking was a graduate student at cambridge his relationship with jane Wilde, a friend of his sister whom he had met briefly met shortly before his diagnosis with motor neuron disease continued to develop the couple became engaged in october 1964 and were married in 1965 Uh, uh, They had some kids together. Hawking really discussed his illness and physical challenges, even in a precedent set during their courtship with Jane. So he didn't talk about his illness to her, I guess. Uh, His disabilities meant that the responsibilities of home and family rested firmly on his wife's increasingly overwhelmed shoulders, leaving him more time to think about physics. Uh, blah, blah, blah. then it goes on. Uh, A pretty sweet deal. By December 1977, Jane had met organist Jonathan Hellier Jones when singing in a church choir. Hellier Jones became close to the Hawking family and by the mid-80s, he and Jane had developed romantic feelings for each other. According to Jane, her husband was accepting of the situation, stating he would not object so long as I continued to love him. Jane and Hellier Jones determined not to break up the family and their relationship remained platonic for a long period. Uh, blah blah blah. Uh, Hawking's views of religion. Blah. They got divorced, and then Hawking uh, married someone else. Uh, mate, uh, I'm trying to find their first name. Someone named with the last name Mason. Oh, Elaine Mason, one of his nurses. Uh, so he left Jane for her, and then uh, she, Jane Hawking, published a memoir about it in 1999. After his second marriage, Hawking's family felt excluded, and marginalized from his life. For a period of about five years in the early 2000s, his family and staff became increasingly worried that he was being physically abused. Police investigations took place but were closed as Hawking refused to make a complaint. In 2006, Hawking and Mason quietly divorced and Hawking resumed closer relationships with Jane, his children, and his grandchildren. Hmm. So he got back to Jane.
1: This is not as funny as I thought it would be.
2: And then reflecting this happier period, a revised version of Jane's memoir that was shitting on on Hawking <laughs> uh, came out called Traveling to Infinity, My Life with Stephen, appeared in 2007 and was made into a film, The Theory of Everything. Yeah. Uh, I will
0: say, I think, like, just out of the two women he was with, there's, like, he's got a thing for women who will wipe his ass. <laughs>
2: oh I
1: yeah the same thing. absolutely
2: i mean it's got you gotta
1: i mean if yeah, you're tight if, if yeah if you're getting <laughs> if you're getting your ass wiped though, yeah and you, good good for her for like shitting on him in her book to finally turn the tables, you know <laughs> yeah exactly she's just paying him also back.
0: good for her on getting back together with him after 30 the, well, I guess, years it's not clear i guess she left him sort of yeah but, yeah, yeah.
1: I thought it, I thought he'd left her. That was my idea of this being funny. Was that he had decided, as his like notoriety in physics increased, that he like went he went Hollywood. He big time healed her and just was like, you I can do his, better uh, than this.
0: Do you think his abusive nurse like hacked his uh, wheelchair to say like, oh yeah, know I just uh, rolled down the stairs. <laughs>
2: Yeah, every time it was like, uh, it's like when you go into someone's iPhone and you like fuck with all the predictive keyboard (laughs) settings. It's like every time he was trying to type like, I was abused, it just came out like, I love Elaine. (laughs) I
1: fell down the stairs. (laughs) I wheeled into a doorknob. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Um, I will
0: just say, let me just get this on the record that Stephen Hawking does not have AIDS
2: okay yeah he definitely does not and
0: you know what just just to just to clear the air let's just make that the name of the episode <laughs> stephen hawking does not have aids
2: yeah that's <laughs> fair that's uh, it's the least we can do
0: yeah Because yeah. then it's like clear it's like okay well this is clearly an episode about how stephen hawking doesn't have aids
2: exactly Yeah, totally. Um, Should we talk about sports a little bit? Sure. Let's get to our clip of the week. I think that's what we were going to talk about mostly. It
1: is the middle of the summer, so there's not a lot of sports to talk about. not a lot going on. I mean, I know that uh, you're both huge fans of, um, of course, the, the UFC, so yeah i like it uh uh, well i was gonna say the (laughs) cfl was my original joke there and then i said the thing we're actually going to talk about by accident oh Oh, i didn't realize that was a joke (laughs) it's one of those things where i was looking at the thing again and i said what i was looking at because yeah because the way you said it
2: was like it was a joke and i was just like yeah no i like the ufc it's pretty fun yeah i mean cfl being a fan (laughs) of that that's a joke that's a big time joke fuck that league man
1: um but yeah, we we do have, I mean, it's a big fight coming up in August, I'm pretty sure. And yeah, August
2: 26th, Conor McGregor. Is facing off against Floyd Mayweather.
1: Yes. And they have been on a world tour. Uh, yeah, four cities. Uh, <laughs>
2: big time world tour. Uh, the Mac tour, which uh, is funny for two reasons. First of all, it's been funny just to have people, hear people talk about the fight. And I'll get to that after we do our clip of the week. But also there was a story that was just released about a guy who walked out with uh, Conor McGregor at his LA stop by forging one of his passes. Yeah. <laughs> So McGregor like posted a he posted a picture of his passes on his Facebook group yeah. for some reason like oh look at like, the big
1: tour starts today or yeah whatever. look at these
2: VIP passes or whatever and a buddy just printed it out made a really high res version of it laminated it and then just <laughs> walked backstage and was like yeah I'm with Conor McGregor and he has an iPhone video and he's like literally like three people down from mcgregor like he's On in stage. he's in mcgregor's entourage and then they're like Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Conor McGregor. And he's just, he's filming McGregor, like, with his iPhone, like, three people down from McGregor, and then they walk out, and he's just, like, filming the stadium, and he's walking out onto the stage with McGregor.
1: How does no one in the entourage recognize <laughs> that, that we don't know who this guy he, is? That must be how big
2: his entourage is. Uh. <laughs>
1: that the, the members of it have never met each other before. Yeah, exactly.
2: They're like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm friends with Conor. They're like, cool, man. Sounds good.
1: Uh, this obviously has like a big pro wrestling feel to it. Oh
2: certainly the the press conferences
1: for sure. Yeah. Uh, they're just cutting promos on each other constantly. Uh, but really only Connor is good at it. Like this is the problem I feel like yeah, f- yeah. Of, of trying to do pro wrestling without having writers is that they just did like three hour press conferences four days in a row. And Floyd Mayweather, in particular, is not smart or funny enough to be able to speak for 12 hours over the course of four days. No, not even close.
2: Not even close. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a really interesting fight. Frankie Boyle, the uh, UK uh, comedian, had some very great tweets about it. Uh, Well, this was kind of reflective of someone else had a good tweet as well along the same lines he's like it's about time we found out whether a non-boxer can beat the world's best boxer at boxing (laughs) (laughs) and then he goes uh don't get me wrong i think someone trying to beat possibly history's best defensive boxer purely by being a mad cunt is actually beautiful so sorry i said the c word again but that's pretty funny that's the kind of episode it's been yeah exactly but uh but yeah so This uh, clip comes from the Toronto stop. Easily the the, best stop on the tour. Yeah, easily the best stop. And that's the thing. You can tell that these guys are not um, trained in this because they, you know, I mean, McGregor's obviously a great talker. But you could tell, like, doing four stops in four days, by the time they got to the fourth stop, it was like, oh, there's only so many times you can just, like, call each other a bitch. I
1: mean, even on the third stop, Mayweather called him a, like, The worst homophobic slur you can call someone. Yes, which I mean, nothing clever
2: going on there. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Connor. Like that's why they could only do four stops. Because if they made it to a fifth stop, Connor was going to call Floyd the N word.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're like,
2: like, that's his limit. (laughs) Like if if we do a fifth stop, he's going to drop an N bomb. We have to. Basically,
0: did he was like dance little boy or whatever. Yeah, he was
2: saying that, and then someone was asking him if it felt like Rocky Three. Where, cause uh, in Rocky three, that's when like uh, Rocky does the like showcase fight against Thunder lips or whatever, which is played by Hulk Hogan, or yeah. Mr. T, no Hulk Hogan. And uh, so th- people are like, isn't it kind of like that? Like you're just sort of a celebrity, like, yes, you're a fighter, but you're kind of like a celebrity fighting a boxer. And then Connor's like Rocky three. I can't remember that one. Is that the one with the dancing monkeys in the gym? And that's where there's, like, a dance routine in a gym with all black
1: people. Wow. Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Like, Floyd's beat his wife and children, and Conor McGregor uses numerous racial and homophobic slurs. So it's really, hopefully, the fight where everybody gets shot.
1: <laughs> I think we can agree that that would be the best outcome. Uh, but we will listen to one of the highlights of their 12-hour speaking tour from this past week.
0: He looks like a little break dancer or something, a little 12-year-old break dancer, bitch, what the fuck, he's 40, you're 40 years of age, dress your fucking age, carrying a school bag on stage, what are you doing with a school bag on stage, you can't even read.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be fair, that's pretty good because there, there was, like, a legitimate thing for a while where people were saying that Floyd can't read.
1: Yeah,
0: he can't so, read.
2: Yeah, so it's a pretty great one because, obviously, it's, like, a super expensive designer backpack. Like, I think I saw somewhere that it's, like, a $6,000 backpack. So, obviously... It's pretty stylish, even though it's a backpack. And then Connor's just like, what are you... I mean, it's pretty
1: good. And I mean, very pro wrestling also for uh, Mayweather to be just wearing his usual t-shirt, but with like the Canadian flag imposed over top of his logo. Totally. So uh, that was good also. But uh, I mean, I, I feel like all of this animosity between them, and it really does feel like they hate each other because they spent 12 hours this week trying to convince us that they do, is fake it's all a work they probably love each other because they're both making a fucking just boatload of money off of this oh yeah
2: unbelievable amount that's the only reason i mean floyd's retired right i mean he really only came back because the opportunity to make another 300 million or whatever it is was there and
1: he found someone who understands like the showmanship side of it totally better than he does almost yeah uh, the
0: fight's gonna. the fight itself is gonna be so stupid and bad and rob and i were talking about this earlier we're like we were just like sitting around and he was just like we're we gonna watch this fight in august and i was like yeah i guess so and we were like uh, there's probably like hundreds of thousands of people having this exact same conversation where it's like well we kind of have to watch it because everyone's gonna be watching it
1: but uh, uh, yeah it's because like mayweather pacquiao
0: was so fucking awful like. Oh, yeah. And this is going to be much, much worse. But I mean, in terms of like trash talking, it'll be entertaining, I guess. Yeah, but like Manny Pacquiao oh.
2: was just busy like singing pop songs badly and like the lead and, up like, to his fight with and, and running for mayor of Manila yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, th- I mean... That's but that a-
1: fight was awful. Like, objectively... Oh, yeah. If, like, this is, like, boxing's big moment, the biggest fight of all time, something that we've been uh, teased with for, like, 15 years. They finally get in the ring together, and... It was objectively the most boring sporting event I've probably ever watched.
2: Well that's the thing with Floyd right I mean he's not an engaging fighter so if you unless you just enjoy Floyd it's like it's like what happened with George St. Pierre you know he was a big fan favorite at first when he was first winning the titles obviously he had Canadian support but he was also uh, just a very likable guy He's very funny at his like French accent he's a good looking dude nice guy seemed very humble or is very humble and people liked that and then it got to the point where all of his fights were rather boring. I mean, he won and it was nice to watch if you were if you're a fan, but for just an objective person watching the fight, by the time you get to like 5 or 6 fights where it, he's just fighting for a decision and he's very good at it, but yeah. like, you know, people start to go, "Okay, well, what, you know, what the hell?" And that was Mayweather's entire career. He's 49 and 0 and that's how he fought his whole career he never very defensively yeah he never had really an engaging fight
0: he's just so the only good. thing i'm i'm hoping for is that mcgregor is going to be so bad that mayweather will actually like smell blood and like knock him out go on the offense but, yeah. like yeah, I don't know. We'll it's pretty see. crazy, Especially like
1: because if he's like coming out of retirement, then hopefully there's some like holes in his game.
2: Yeah, only. that's I mean, but that's apparently he's stayed in unbelievable shape. I mean, he's like, not going to lie see about the that.
0: But video like juxtaposed. Oh yeah,
2: two... dude, it's hilarious. Like that's <laughs> the thing. So I mean, funny. I haven't like, seen that. No. There are yeah. boxing experts that would say Mayweather is the best boxer of all time. Not just defensive, but period, best boxer ever. So, like, the fact that <laughs> Conor has never boxed before. And, and the funny thing to me is, like, I was watching videos of, like, real boxing experts. And they're saying that, like, that, that they're predicting Mayweather to knock him out. And, like, boxing experts never say that about Mayweather. They never say that. They're just like, oh, okay, well, he'll probably get a decision. Yeah. And they're like, nope, he's Here, will. Justin, I just,
0: I'm sending it to you right now. You have to watch this. It's so, it, it's embarrassing. Oh, the side-by-side thing?
2: Well, it's yeah. also crazy too. Uh, one of the uh, funnier th- or one of the most interesting things I heard was from Teddy Atlas, who's, you know, legendary boxing uh, commentator. And he basically said that like Connor is actually a horrible mismatch for Mayweather or sorry, Mayweather is a, like, because Mayweather has typically done the best against counter punchers. That's what he's the best at because he's so good at defense that he is natural, whenever he's fought guys who have made their bread off of counterpunching, he's destroyed them. And that's what Conor is. You see, like, so he's like, you know, people are saying, like, oh, but Conor's got that big left hand. Like, he could knock Floyd out. It's like, no. And, and he just doesn't have the hand speed. He fights in the UFC with four-ounce gloves. And he's going to be fighting boxing with 16-ounce gloves. Yeah. So it's just going to be a mess. Um, but i want to read just one thing cuz the funny part to me is that there are people who think that connor's going to win which is so funny well
1: it's me. it's like betting on like uh, the, the the like local the guy who wins every bar fight basically yeah. to be like oh yeah i'm sure he could just knock out mike tyson yeah no problem you know <laughs> like
2: it's so funny and so this is but this is one of the funniest like defenses i've ever seen of like a defense for like why you would pick Uh, Connor to win. So he, he says, this is just from a random Facebook comment string that I was involved in. Okay. He says, do people forget that Connor fights for a living too? Yes, I'm sure that Floyd has faster hands, considering that you can only throw punches in a boxing match. So that is all he has to train. But you also have to remember that Conor will not have to focus on his opponent throwing either a punch, or a kick, or a knee, or an elbow, or being taken down, or a clinch, or pinned against the cage, or being submitted. So that was his, like, justifications. like, Conor's going to actually be really good at boxing, because he's not going to have to be worried about getting kicked. For Clinch.
1: All these other focuses like all yeah. of his energy that's usually dedicated to these other things yeah. will just go into punching. He's just going to go into his hands. Yeah, he's he's going to load up all of his stats on the just that. Yeah, that's totally. Ridiculous. Which is
2: so funny it's like it's to me. I'm like, game. yeah, it's exactly it. Like and I was like, "Well, what are you talking about? He he got outboxed by Nate Diaz, who's just a UFC guy that's good at boxing." And he's like, "Well, yeah, he got outboxed by Nate Diaz, but he had to worry about all of that other stuff." <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I'm like he stood in tra- in the first fight connor was so cocky he's like i'm going to stand with nate diaz and bo-. it was it was a
1: boxing match
2: yeah they didn't they they barely went to the ground like it was just oh man it's so funny so anyway he that just, just made he just trusted me laugh his so
1: punching power yeah to such an extent yeah totally yeah
2: and he well and he just was cocky like you know he knew that he knows that nate diaz only wants to box so he was like fine i'll beat him at boxing and he it didn't, couldn't didn't really work out yeah it didn't work out then in the second fight he actually tried takedowns and kicks and whatever in one so just a bizarre experience anyway that was just to me was one of the funniest things i've ever heard like yeah it's exactly like you said like the idea that he's basically thinking like oh well he doesn't have to worry about all this other stuff so it's gonna magically make him so good at yeah, he can, boxing he can
1: take all of his like <laughs> yeah. attribute skill points out yeah. of grappling and put them all <laughs> into hand power yeah
2: it's so stupid <laughs>
1: He's edited his character traits. Uh, I just wanted to say, though, that the whole thing, like, it's it's pro wrestling. It's obviously a work. Oh, yeah. Like, as much as they spent 12 hours this week trying to convince us that these two guys are at each other's throats, afterwards they got onto a private plane together – and flew on the same plane to the next destination. Well, this is actually good that you
2: brought yeah, this up because this laughing, is because this is also really funny. Uh, so, uh, a guy from Sports Illustrated rode with Conor for w- between two stops and wrote an article about it. And he tried. The title of the article is uh, "Is Conor McGregor is flying high as he jousts with Floyd Mayweather on publicity tour." And they're trying to talk – like, the whole point of this article is trying to convince them that they actually hate each other. Mm -hmm. And the way that he does it – and even in this article is, like, it doesn't even sound, like, at all – it's really, really funny. Let me find the – let me find the thing. Oh, yeah. So, people are, like – the guy from Showtime's like, oh, the – press conference had great energy and these guys have really embraced their roles. They've taken a rivalry to a new level. In fact, it's so good. I've heard some people wonder if it's scripted. Um, and then the guy says, uh, it's fair. It seemed fair to wonder if Mayweather and McGregor actually dislike each other or if they're laughing backstage about their antics. Espinoza not only believes they do genuinely loathe each other. Absolutely. He said, he thinks their mutual disdain has grown since Monday. And then he goes, uh, then he goes the, they're talking about the plane landing. So the plane lands at the airport and someone yells at McGregor, "Floyd was here," says someone who is waiting for McGregor at the airport. "Fuck Floyd," he responds. "See?" says Audi Attar, <laughs> McGregor's agent and president of Paradigm <laughs> Sports Management. "I told you the animosity wasn't fake." Of course. <laughs> That's the justification cuz he said "Fuck Floyd" to, to a fan at the guy airport. On the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I
1: I will say though like this doing this tour like it feels like the biggest fight ever. Like it's a it's a page out of the playbook of like 1960 fight promotion. Like it feels like something that I would see in, like, Ali the movie with Will Smith <laughs> as opposed to, like, any fight that's ever taken place during my lifetime. I
2: like that you didn't reference just Muhammad Ali. Well, yeah. You're like, no,
1: the film that, Ali with Will that's, Smith. Because that's my cultural... Right, like, right. I wasn't alive in 1969 <laughs> no, know, or whatever the fuck. You, yeah, know? Like you, you can like, watch the old days. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, this reminds me of that movie, you know, Ali. I think it was about a boxer. <laughs>
0: Well, there's there's that movie, uh, the Theory of Everything, about the guy in the wheelchair with aids. Right?
2: <laughs> yeah, totally. I've heard about it. Yeah, exactly. But, all right. Well, let's get to our uh, questions here. We've got some good ones.
0: Our
1: top three questions of the
0: week. Hey yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? <laughs> we murder in CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell,
2: look out. All right, this one comes in from longtime contributor 2015 listener of the year, Yerky21. Speaking of films, uh, and this vaults him to the second half uh, leaderboard lead. Uh, He gets 100 points for this question. He says, who is going to play each of you in the RGS feature film and in the lower lower budget RGS made-for-TV movie that precedes it by three years? So he's saying that the made-for-TV movie comes out first. And then the feature film comes out after. So I will so say... The TV
0: movie? Yeah. Oh, go ahead, John. So
2: the TV movie, I'm going to be played by Adam Brody because his career has gone badly. But everyone said that I looked exactly like him when he was on the OC and I had super long hair and was clean shaven. Uh, so Adam Brody will play me in the shitty made-for-TV movie because I feel like that those are the roles that he gets now. And in the feature film of me... Oh, boy. I don't know. I'll skip that for the moment. I'll uh, let you guys know. Okay.
1: In the TV movie, I'm going to be played by Michael Chiklis. <laughs> he's going to just grow out a beard and Isn't wear a hat. Isn't he too famous for a made-for-TV movie? No, I think he's a TV actor. I think
2: in the made-for-TV movie,
1: you're going to be played by Action Bronson. No. <laughs> 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 no, it's going to be Michael Chiklis Because apparently all you need to play me Is just a hat and a beard And that's... Michael Chiklis is going to spend and a, like and a jersey Four months growing a real one and uh, yeah. yeah, four
0: months wearing the same hat
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> uh, He really got into character
2: for this role He wore the hat all the time He never took it off It had so many sweat stains
1: <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's my TV movie casting Stefan, who you got?
0: Uh, Jake Busey <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. That's pretty good. I can already... Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, and then in our, our major motion picture?
0: That's Steve Buscemi.
1: Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> He's too old. He doesn't look anything like you.
0: Young Steve Buscemi.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. I like that. Uh, I'm going to go with like playing me in the film. He's going to take it on. It's going to be like a big project for him he's probably going to gain like 170 (laughs) pounds for the role but fresh off of playing Stephen Hawking Eddie Redmayne is going to be like I can do it I can play him I'll do the Canadian accent I'll grow a beard. Eddie Redmayne. I'll gain two hundred pounds. <laughs> he's gonna have to gain a lo- because isn't he like a
2: like a gymnast? Like he's got like a gymnast body. Yeah, yeah. And he's short, isn't yeah. he? Like I think he's super short. Yeah. So he's gonna have to gain a lot. Well, uh, if
0: Tom Cruise played Jack Reacher, then Eddie Redmayne can play Justin Morissette.
2: Okay, let's see what uh, so, Eddie Redmayne. Oh fuck! I don't know how to do these goddamn height conversions. It says he's uh, one point. Search for his height and feet. Yeah. Okay. Eddie Redmayne height feet. Uh, uh, oh, he's six feet. Okay, so that's not too yeah. bad. I thought he was shorter, so that's yeah, not too he bad. Can,
1: he can wear, like, uh, shoes with a little bit of a yeah, on yeah, the exactly. too. Yeah, yeah, that's fine.
2: Um, okay, so I'm going to say... I just think there's nobody this guy can't play. So. That's fair, that's yeah. fair. I am the Since I'm the villain of the show, and I think it actually kind of fits with my personality, even as much as it pains me to say, <laughs> the major... But he's been very good in the few movies that he's been in, I will say. Um, I'm going to pick Dane Cook <laughs> Oh, to play me in the major. Because he was really good in Dan in real life. That's what I'm basing it off of. Because, uh, like, Good Luck Chuck or whatever, who cares? I worked on that movie. Like, good Luck Chuck? Yeah,
1: I was a PA for that. That's awesome. I made, like, $1,000 doing three days of work on that movie. So Sick. No that's the deal. only good thing that ever came out of that film. Perfect. Um, okay. Now,
2: uh, uh, next... Uh Dane Cook. <laughs> yeah, Dane Cook. I'm, well, I, I'll lean into it. I don't give a shit. Next, uh, for 200 points, long-time listener. And this might be – I don't even know if he's had a question on the show before. I think he has, but not in the points. Not since we started not, doing points. Not in the points era. Rich Murinski, congratulations, at Richie Murr on Twitter, asks, which two pro athletes would you least like to be stuck between on a 10-plus-hour flight?
1: So I, I'm assuming he's taking a cue from uh, – Floyd and Connor having to be on these planes together.
2: Yes. I think that that is, uh, I think that's part of it. Yeah. So I'm going with, um, uh, I'm going to choose, uh, Konashiki Yasokichi and these wrestlers Yama, Yamamoto Yama Ryuta. <laughs> so, uh, Yasoki, Yasokichi is 633 pounds <laughs> and Ryuta is 584 pounds. Uh, so I think that would make my flight pretty miserable. I don't even know if I'd be able to get into my seat. I would literally be sitting on their fat. Uh, yes, they are sumo wrestlers. Stefan, were you going to do uh, that bit?
0: No, no, because I thought it was like too obvious. I was going to do Oscar Pistorius <laughs> and uh, Marty St. Louis because he has really nice legs. And Oscar Pistorius would be like, ah, I want those. <laughs> <laughs> A animosity between the two of them.
1: It really didn't matter who you picked as the second <laughs> yeah, guy there. Matter. Just anyone with legs. <laughs> yeah, I like that you went with, like, the shortest athlete you could think of. But he of. does have great legs. Really? It's, no, it's a yeah, noted he just, thing. He's yeah. got, like, huge calves and huge quads. That's. I mean, when you're that size to play yeah, in you, that era of the NHL, you probably needed that, yeah. like, lower body strength, I'm sure. Totally. But his le-
0: yeah, his legs are so big that Oscar would just be like, well, like, can I have, like, I can have some of them. I'm
2: going to go with... That's funnier than the sumo wrestler thing. Fine. Okay, you're welcome.
1: I'm going to go with uh, (laughs) Jonathan Taves and Sidney Crosby. And I'm going to try and start beef between the the two of them for the entire flight to absolutely no avail. As they barely even want to speak with me at all. But why would you? <laughs> I see. But you said that's who you would least like to yeah, be stuck between. Yeah, it seems because like because I, w- I would want someone exciting to be with. But
2: see, those are two of the guys I would most like to be stuck between. Yeah, because I feel
1: like they would have great
2: stories. I feel like they'd
1: be so boring. No, nah,
2: Taze is a good dude, man. He's but he's also a salad boy, so I think me and him would connect. Oh, okay. Did you not? He was on two podcasts last summer.
1: Really? Um,
2: talking about yeah, talking about like he's really into human optimization. He does like uh, he has a, a garden. In his apartment, and he was talking about like all yeah, that actually, stuff. Yeah, actually, I he, do love his like and he does environmental. A lot of, like, yeah, and he does like a lot of leans. mental uh, like mental training and stuff, and he was talking all about that. He's really into like meditation and all. So, like, Taze, I think I would actually have a lot in common with him if he seems like a nice, uh, a nice I was boy. I'm just
1: trying to think of who the most boring athlete But yeah, are. Crosby
2: definitely is. McDavid is, like, and Crosby. Two guys who yeah. would just
1: give me nothing. Yeah, oh, Mc, McDavid. McDavid and Crosby. McDavid is yeah. a good choice, yeah. yeah. I, I fucked up.
2: Yeah, McDavid and Crosby would be great to be like, oh hey man, how you how are you doing? Good, cool, yeah,
1: yep, same. Just talk about their investment portfolios. Yeah,
2: probably. Fuck <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, Cros loves that shit. <laughs> um, okay, three hundred point question. This comes in from Brad McDonald, who I think is a maybe picked up the show recently because he's been very active in the Facebook group recently and on but, Twitter and on Twitter. But I haven't noticed him before. I think it's been the last couple months. But he gets his first three hundred point question. Brad McDonald. And this is a this is a good one. I I wish I actually spent more time thinking about it. I think it, he's I,
1: being paid like four and a half million dollars by the Philadelphia Flyers.
2: Also, Brad McDonald. That's yeah. Andrew McDonald. Oh. Um, you guys, <laughs> I think he's uh, served one billion hamburgers.
0: <laughs> I think uh, he got divorced from Angelina Jolie. <laughs>
2: Oh, God, that's good stuff. Uh, Okay, you guys, uh, this is his question. He has a farm.
0: Yeah. uh, (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: I always love when, like, again, this is a classic moment where, like, old McDonald's scanned through my head, and I was like, ah, that's not funny enough. (laughs) Uh, Okay, you guys get in a giant fight, and the entire podcast ends while you're recording. This is the moment that caused it. And uh, I will say that uh, <laughs> for for me, uh, the mo- uh, we actually um, Justin won't be in the room. Um, I will we so he says it says while you're recording, but I'm actually going to say that it will end not while we're recording; it'll end before. Uh, on the phone because Justin will be late. And so he will be in his car on the way to wherever it is we're going uh, to like maybe we have like a really famous person on the show and uh, he's late again uh, for when we've had like celebrities on the show. And uh, and I get really mad. And so it's all on conference call. I conference call in Stefan and we fight and Justin's in the car. And then he gets in a car accident because he's upset on the phone and while we're to, talking like, about rush the podcast to the hospital. Yeah, and then we're just like and then you'd think we would bury the hatchet, but cuz there's I'm, more important things in life. Exactly, as we
1: discovered from
2: my horrible car accident. Exactly, but you're in a coma, so we can't do the show. <laughs> uh, and we can't we don't even get a makeup moment. <laughs> There's no real good makeup. Justin's just in a coma. <laughs> and uh, Stefan and I continue to try to do the show, uh, much like the Deftones after their bassist went in a coma. And then eventually you just die. Oh. <laughs> You're Did like, oh, this isn't funny Please, now. God. Pardon? Did the
0: Deftones bassist die?
2: Yeah, they he pulled, d- like yeah. five years ago, but it was like he they was in a the coma for him. a long time. Like, I want to say like almost eight years. Did the band decide that it's time to just pull the plug? <laughs> well, I don't think the band just... <laughs> de- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did it on OzFest
0: twice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they like unplugged his iron lung on stage. Deftones unplugged.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. okay well i'm going to hell <laughs> that's the worst thing i've ever said <laughs> <one>.
1: <laughs> i'm uh, so
2: sorry rest in peace chi chang oh man uh that's the worst <laughs> thing i've ever said into a microphone
1: <laughs> uh stefan what do you got for this one?
0: <laughs> oh, i was just looking up right now i was, I was looking up to see because you were like oh the deftones guy you talked about you joked about him dying there um I because the drowning pool lead singer oh, died. Yeah. yeah, he died. Too. I, I thought I for some reason in my head I thought he drowned in a pool. <laughs> I thought
2: he <laughs> choked on his own vomit. Actually,
0: no. He, he he. I think he died in his sleep of like a heart problem. Is that right? just, are like, you looking? As... Are
2: you looking it up, or do you want me to? Did yeah, his body a... hit the floor?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, he was in the bed. Still. I think he they. Have to, I think
2: they had to stop. I think they stopped playing that song, didn't they?
0: I think they just, like, stopped in general, didn't nope. they?
2: Nope. They got a new, uh, yeah, he died due to natural causes and was not drug or alcohol related, as had been widely speculated. The 30-year-old frontman was found dead in a bunk on his tour bus. It was like You Say Party, We Say Die, and then their drummer died during a concert, yeah. and then they changed their oh, name to yeah. You Say Party. Uh so yeah, I think it was kinda like, Oh yeah, they really although it, it's kind of funny to imagine that drowning pool changed their got name a, like swimming pool afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or they well no, I was thinking that they just got a new lead singer but they played like a really like acoustic version of Let the Bodies Hit the Floor in tribute. <laughs> That's like their tribute song. Like
1: they're everyone's crying and they're just like
2: Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. They should have done a
1: season of Rockstar to find the new drowning pool singer <laughs> yeah, exactly just milk it for everything um, it's got i
0: guess i should answer this question uh i oh, fuck i don't know i think we would get it we would probably get into an argument about new metal you
2: think, so? you think so
0: yeah i think you would um it'd be like in guantanamo bay when they played drowning pool to like to like the inmates for like 10 days straight or whatever yeah, It'd be like that. You'd be doing it over the whole episode and we and we would just like snap.
2: Eventually you'd snap. Well, I'm going to have my own. I'm going to have the P.O.D. cast. So I, I think. I'll oh, you probably... know, what?
0: you would just play an episode of the P.O.D. cast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's fair. I just play that on the show.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: I'm going to go with an incident that's already happened. And the seeds of, <laughs> of mistrust and and deception and, and maliciousness have already oh, wow. been planted. So, so you're getting really real. And we'll play out over the next, like, probably four to five months as this winds down as we stop doing the show over the next year and a bit, I'm sure. Oh, less than a year, probably. You think we're going to stop doing the show over the next year? Uh, No, not really. <laughs> yeah. But for the sake of this bit, okay. yes, I all definitely right. do. Okay, fair enough. And it's all going back to uh, this most recent Mailbag episode when John refused to call me a hero. <laughs> For helping him move his television into his new apartment. It's true. And, uh, you know, I just wanted a little bit of recognition. That's all I asked for. I didn't think it seemed like very much at all, honestly. But uh, you just couldn't do it, apparently. Couldn't bring myself to just do it. Just couldn't do it. Nope. And your selfishness <laughs> is now going to drive a wedge in between us and uh, yeah we're gonna stop doing the show because you refused to call me a hero and I'm still fucking mad about that's fair it. Dane Cook's gonna do a hell of a job with that sequence <laughs> Uh, and with that, we will go from there into everyone's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch—the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday, where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing, gentlemen, what do you like this week?
0: Uh, I just watched HBO's Tour to Pharmacy. Oh man! Very because we have HBO Go down here. Yeah, I
1: want to like. see that yeah, so that's bad. So nice
0: um it's really fucking funny it's short too it's only like 40 minutes um but it's it's laugh out loud funny that's
1: even shorter than seven days in hell which is like 70 minutes i think that was so yeah funny,
0: this dude. is well, this is like 41 minutes and it's is this one with
2: uh,
1: samberg too yeah
0: yeah samberg orlando bloom john cena danny glover
1: and i've heard john cena is just like incredibly funny in it he's
0: really funny it's it's a it's a really a uh, really good cast. Um, I'm excited
1: uh, for him to like start doing movies full- time <laughs> Of course you <laughs> are as much really, as wrestling... You know the titles
2: of the marine movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> as much as wrestling has like been a good spot for him lately. I th- like no, I think he's really yeah, my, funny, though.:
0: He's very funny. I think he was it's, really funny in train wreck. Think, oh yeah, I no, think I think he'll be a I th- good th- movie star. Oh,
2: I think so too. He's he's funny. Um, I am. Um, there's a lot of things because we haven't recorded in two weeks, so there's actually a lot of things I want to recommend. But I'm going to stick with my brand, and I'm going to recommend a book, and uh, that book is called uh, "The Only Rule Is It Has to Work." And uh, it's actually super interesting. It's a book about baseball, but I think if you're a sports fan at all, you'd find it interesting. It's by these two guys, Ben Lindbergh and Sam Miller. And they both wrote for Baseball Prospectus. And they had a podcast for Baseball Prospectus as well. And they used to joke on the podcast about running a team based purely on analytics. And uh, then they were actually offered the opportunity to do that. So they, uh, they gained control of a independent league baseball team called the Sonoma Stompers. And they played in a four-team league in Northern California. And they took over the team and they ran the entire team based on analytics. And so it was like like really advanced stats. And it was super interesting because they still, even though they were the the like managers of the team, they still ran into resistance from players and coaches and about using analytics and stuff. And so it's just a super fascinating look about what that might look like to actually run a team solely based on advanced stats. And they're both really good writers. And, yeah, it was super, super interesting. It just came out in paperback with, like, an extended afterward. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would recommend that. And so what's it's, that called again? It's, uh, the only rule is it has to work. Interesting. And that's by – because that was their whole thing, was that the advanced stats thing, it was like that's their only rule, is like the advanced stat has to work. So the, the players were like, we're down, we buy in for everything, but like if we try it and it doesn't work, you have to stop
1: doing it. Sounds a little bit like the Florida Panthers last season. Yeah. Except I feel like they didn't really give it an honest shot. They right. cut the legs out of it after like three months or totally. so. Totally, totally. Uh, even though they, all the players that they gave up on – like for example, Eric Goodbranson—they're very much correct to do that. Oh yeah, but, but it's kind of crazy season that, they that played gave out up, afterwards.
2: Well, yeah, giving up Jonathan Marcio and Riley Smith is interesting. Yeah, so.
1: um, that's interesting though. I'd be interested to read. Yeah, that. it's
2: a really good. Uh, it's a really good. I have it. You can borrow it if you want.
1: <laughs> well, uh, of course, I mentioned the donor episode. There, I was happy to work that into uh, the conversation in the in. <laughs> <laughs> the questions there, so you can donate to listen to that if you're so inclined. I you yeah. want to mention that. Uh, and I mentioned Baby Driver earlier in the Wait, show. But you mentioning it again? As a movie that I saw and enjoyed. But the movie that I mentioned that was even better than that is, and no surprise here that I would be mentioning this as a recommendation because it's a new Marvel movie that's currently in theaters. Oh, yeah, of course. Spider Man Homecoming is just excellent. It's an excellent movie. It was super entertaining, like, not just as a Marvel Comics movie that I'm a huge nerd about, but just as a movie in general. Uh, All of the performances are great. It's just a wonderful, super entertaining high school film that uh, does a good job of, like, showing a New York uh, public school for, like, the diverse place that it probably is in real life. All the kids are super great. Tom Holland, as I mentioned when I recommended Civil War like a year ago, is the best Spider-Man ever. And I would happily watch like 10 more movies of him playing this character. It was great. Michael Keaton is awesome in it as the villain too. And just, yeah, strongly recommend Spider-Man Homecoming. Even if you're like, I'm done with with comic book stuff, it's it's a very, very good movie. Strongly recommend Spider-Man Homecoming. And with that... That will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is... I actually don't know what their names are, John. (laughs) Heather and Ben. <laughs> Heather and Ben are the roommates this week. Our intern, uh, we'll give it back to the, the fine folks at Deep Cove Brewers and Distillers who provided all of the beer for our live show last sure. month. You can pay them a visit on Dollarton Highway in North Vancouver if you're heading out that way. Great beer in the summertime from those guys, and we're happy that uh, they supported us last month as well. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com realgoodshow where you can get that mailbag episode I mentioned earlier. And uh, you can find us online at realgoodshow on Twitter, facebook.com groups realgoodshow, uh, realgoodshow.com. And, of course, it very much helps us if you rate and review to the program on iTunes and just tell people that you enjoy it because they might enjoy it too. I haven't told people to do that in a while. Yeah, tell your friends. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll tell all the all the people in LA. Fine, <laughs> California. Uh,
1: I think we can use some of the Patreon money to like take out a billboard for maybe like yeah. three hours. Yeah,
2: that'd <laughs> be dope. It's just Stefan uh, shitting out coffee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was. Not, it wasn't actual coffee. It was yeah. poop. Yeah, yeah, no, right. I,
2: I got it. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah it really As we come to uh, close here on the first episode, where you are like a, a satellite contributor, Stefan. How do you feel that this went?
0: uh i mean it's good like i said i've been naked the whole time which is so that's a nice positive. bonus uh do yes do you it touch is.
2: your penis at all
0: the the, the entire time yeah. <laughs> good. um no it's it's good i think it's okay um it sounds okay as far as i can tell yeah and i think so i think uh i think people will like it i'm sure we'll hear about it if they don't but uh yeah. i think you yeah, we'll get some guests on for the next couple episodes too i'll get rob on board at some point Perfect. and uh yeah, I think it's going well.
1: All right. Well, with that, we will talk to you next week. And until next week, I'm Justin Morissette.
0: Stephen Hack. John
1: Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good.
0: Coffee. Coffee diarrhea. Yes, <laughs>
1: we
2: nailed it. Our wow. First, our first, uh, our first time apart, and we got it.
0: Yeah. Did you say diarrhea though? I no, said coffee. I,
2: I just said coffee. But okay. I think it's close enough. We both matched on coffee.
0: We did not, yeah. but you didn't say diarrhea.
2: No, I didn't say diarrhea. No, I try to avoid saying that word. Yeah.
0: It it, it genuinely it like hurt.
2: Yeah, no, I, I? believe you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. I heard a lot.
0: Like it was real. It. Yeah. Anyway.
2: All right. Okay. We'll see ya then. I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah, <okay. laughs> Are we done now? Yeah, yeah. I think we're done now. Yeah. I think okay. So yeah. 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 Cool. I need to go uh, to the bathroom. fucking age, carrying a school bag on stage. What are you doing with a school bag on stage? You can't even read.